0: You know, know I I have have no friend friend like you, like you, if heaven's not my home. Amen. The more and more we see that there is no place for us here, and we just feel like our heart is already on the other side. There's nothing attracting us on this side. Everything is about our glory land. Amen. Is that what you are feeling as well this evening? God bless you here. Thank the Lord. Just go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to come to the church and to praise you, to glorify your name, Father. So There's a song we're sung, Lord, we, we're just fixing to, to the other land, to the other place where we are going, Father. We are making preparation for that place, Father. We are, Lord, putting, we unpacking, so that, Father, for the journey. Father, we are here, Lord, to receive more of you. We are here, Father, Lord, for you to make yourself real, we are here, Father Lord, to see you having the full preeminence in our life. Father Lord, we give you the glory and the honor. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the word this morning. We thank you for the encouragement. We needed that, Father Lord, especially in the time we are going through. Oh God, you are so faithful, Lord. Even although to put the man's note aside, just for you to deliver your own thought. Father, we are so thankful, Father, that you know our needs and you speak to our heart. Father whispers to us the, the words of love, and we thank you for that, Lord. Father, we are here again, Lord, for you to speak to us, Lord. Here we are committing ourselves to you, putting man the man part aside for you to come and have the full preeminence, Father, Lord. We here as this assembly, Lord, we once again we commit the Hildebrand family in your hands, Lord. May continue to wrap your hands of love around them, Father. Lord, continue to tell them that you have not forsaken them. Father, Lord, you love them, and Lord, your love is still around them, Father. Encourage them, Lord. Let the words of encouragement be found, Lord. May your presence be continually with them, Lord. Oh, God, we we love them as well, Lord. Commit everything in your hands, and help me, Father, to deliver the little thought that I have in my heart for your people, Lord, and bless your people this evening. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. Amen. I can just invite you to have uh, your seat for a moment, and musicians, thank you. I uh... I think it's just my, so my heart to express just my condolences to the family, so to, um, to our church, uh, may God continue to strengthen them and uh, bless them, continue to strengthen them during this difficult time. Sorry for murmuring again. Uh, just um, as all of us, certainly we have been affected and uh, just want to say may God bless Sister Leanne, Sister Melody, the Joel, sister Wendy sister Debbie and brother Lan and her sister just God bless them richly no one ever think of brother Harold always think of of uh, his stability man the standard in the message and his faithfulness to the last minute always faithful his life that is speaking more than is already preaching well but his life was even preaching way better so thank God for that. Just an example, the burden for the lost souls, continually having that, and, and the humility. Uh, as a great man of God, but you'll always feel like you'll make you feel great, and uh, all that's just um, the life that, um, just speaking, great. For all of us lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime. Reporting, leave behind us footprints on the sand of time. Just know that a Christian does not die. A Christian does not die, he just sleeps and is already in his theophany body. And there's no pain, there's no separation. He's uh, rejoicing, he's happy, and uh, greet all the saints that already went on the other side. Can just imagine greeting Brother Stephen Francis and uh, Jenkins and all the others. Great of man, we work together and just time of rejoicing. And, uh, but uh, us in the, in the flesh, we're still affected. It us, normal, to affect us, to no more, to cry, to feel pain, to no more. But in our heart, we have, uh, we have that assurance, amen? For all of us and uh, just want to say, say yeah, thank you, for, brother. Uh, Sorry for Brother, but for Sister Leanne, for taking care of the man of God, and for all the sacrifices she's been doing to take care of the man that we love, and God bless her richly, and strengthen her, and comfort her, Only eternity will tell what she has done and how she has been a blessing, and an example, and for our for families, for The church, and God bless you richly, Sister Leanne, we appreciate you, and even allow the church us to clap for our sister, And And the family, thank you for sharing, brother Aaron, with us. Uh, He sacrificed his life for for us. As Africans, we have great testimonies about it. Sacrifice his life, his family life, say, for, for the African brothers and sisters and, and for the church. And just God bless him richly and God bless you. Brother Barnum says, if you love me, love my children. So we do love you. Always be there for you. And God bless you richly. And, uh, Amen. i was just thinking for the thought as a... Was wondering, what am I going to say? I don't feel adequate, I don't feel competent, I don't feel the right person to take the service in the evening, but I um, just went to the, one of the books that the pastor used, loved a lot, the Church Age book. So I went to that and I read the vision, uh, Patmos. and I just thought of him and uh, just took this thought from that and just want to share with you this evening. I believe he was himself here, and I will just say, he will tell us, keep pressing on, keep pressing on, keep pressing on, keep pressing on. That will be his message, that will be his encouragement. So that what we just want to share this evening, keep pressing on. Talk with Brother uh, Obed, and he's also sent his greetings to, um, to, to the church, to the family. And, uh, God bless you richly. And, um, it's heart, as if he has a little baby, it was a miracle. He said, "How oh, I wish that the pastor could just hold my little baby. But uh, God has everything is in control. Amen. because we have, we have prayed for him, Pastor has prayed for them. He has a big part in his life. And, uh, so he wanted to express that gratitude to the family and the church as well. I invite you to stand up again. Revelation one seventeen twenty. 20. The Bible says, Revelation 1:17. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not; I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive and evermore. Amen, and have the keys of hell and death. Amen. God bless his word, can I have a seat? Just pray once again. Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you for your faithfulness. Father, we just want the Lord to share the thought around the revealed word of the hour. We thank you, Father, for the prophet. We thank you for our dear pastor. We thank you, Father, for the stability and the we stand on the message of the hour, God, as he used to say himself. The message is given to the messenger and then given to those who have been faithfully taught. Father, we thank you for the man of God who was faithfully taught. You Father bless his family and continue, Lord, to strengthen them and strengthen the church, all of us, Father, as we need you in this time. In Jesus Christ and we pray. i like to read again another scripture related to that. I have to go to my title. John, John, Epistle of John 17. So these things, 17, oh, 16, sorry. John 16, 33. These things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Amen. I'd like to use our title this evening, be of good cheer, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Amen. We see John here in Revelation 1, as he's speaking there, John was in a situation, he was in the of Patmos in that isle. As he saw Jesus Christ there, he was not, uh, John, he, John was the disciple who was loved, so to say, by Jesus Christ more than the other disciples. Um, as an expression maybe I'll say, I was showing it, but John was, uh, um, as we know, John was the, the, the one who had the anointing, the eagle anointing, representing the bride in the last age, and he was the one who had the l- expressing the attributes of love, amen. And uh, help me this evening. <laughs> but, uh, he was the one expressing the attributes of love. And uh, was one having the eagle anointing. And uh, he was sometimes some of the words that we read was there. And uh, we read in his epistles that Jesus Christ is saying something. John will be laying down on his bosom. As, as we'll be talking, as, uh, as Peter will ask him about who will, who will do, who was going to betray him, all the different places where there was someone who was common to Jesus Christ, I'll say in the flesh. But when you see him in the revelation there, when you heard the voice for the first time, when you heard that voice in the revelation one, he fell at his feet, he saw a different ministry, he saw him in a different glory, in a different manifestation. And he recognized that it was him, the son of man, walking to the church. Is the one who who holds the seven stars in his hand. It was the the, the same God. He recognized it, and he just uh, fell at his feet. And then the right hand touched him and told him, fear not, John. Fear not. Fear not because I'm here. I don't I don't want you to fear. I am the first and the last. As Brother had preached this morning in such a tremendous way. That if God has to express to you that you don't have to fear because I was with you at the beginning, I will be with you at the end. I am the first and I also am the last. I am the one who has the control over everything. There's nothing that's going to come to you that will be out of control. I'm the God. I'm the almighty God. I am the the Lord Jesus Christ. I am he that liveth and was dead and behold, I am alive forevermore. And if I leave, I know that you will leave as well. That's why I'm That's why I pay the price for you to be where I will be. So fear not, John. Fear not, little bride. Fear not. You who have put your faith in God. Fear not. Amen. It says Amen. And I have the keys of hell and of death. Write the things which thou hast seen and the things which are and the things which shall be hereafter. The mystery of the seven stars which. That sowest in my right hand, and the seven golden candlesticks, the seven stars are the angel of the seven churches, the Bible says, and the seven candlesticks which are sowest are the seven. Churches, Amen. Brother Barnum would say that when he was referring to that, he would say, we've referring to that scripture, use actually that scripture to also speak about the Easter seal. He say in that Easter seal says, above all that, I think, Easter seal, the whole thing, because there had been prophets on the earth who had prophesied before him. There had been prophets on the earth where had seen, healed, the sick, even raised the dead and done the same signs that Jesus did but Easter proved it. It sealed the word of God forever for the true believer. Amen. Amen. All gloom and doubt were shattered and at that blissful morning. Men had been shut up as it was in a prison house, even to religious people before this day because they had seen, seen great religious moves and moving of the Holy Spirit and so forth. Amen. But when a man died, it seemed to settle it. But when this one came, he said, I have power to lay my life down and I have power to take it up again. Then go to prove what he said to me, that the seal of it, when something is said and then is turned around and proven it. will be the most miserable people if there was no resurrection. But we thank God that there is resurrection. There is resurrection not because not only by saying like the myth. No, there is a really a man who laid his life and, and took his own life back. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ. And if he was the first fruit, the other fruits also are going to come into that resurrection. We are already in that cycle of the resurrection. We thank God for that. We are already in that cycle of the resurrection. One of these days, this mortal body is going to put the immortal body, amen, and it will be changed in one in one time. It will be All changed and transformed, amen. And those who went before us, oh, they shall come back again. Oh, what a glorious time we are looking forward to. That's our only consolation we have in this world, amen. That there will be a resurrection and there will be a rapture, amen. The prophet will say in the church, in the church book, he says, What is there to fear, the judgment that fell upon him at the cross, at the grave, and when he descended in wars for us, he absorbed the full brand of the wound of sin, and there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. See, for a surety, our attorney is our judge, is both attorney and judge. As judge, the case is settled. As judge the case is finished. I mean, just think about it you know, as you're referring the scripture to the same part and referring to that it says, but now you have to remember that our attorney is our judge. Oh, our judge is our attorney. Amen. So it's the same person. And if, if you are in a case where you are going to see a judge, you are not in a very comfortable place because you have done something wrong. Or maybe you are in a situation where you think that you are in a, in a disadvantage, that when you see a judge, you don't know what the outcome is going to be. So you are very stressed. So you are, you are, you are fearful. You don't know what is going to come next. But thank be to God. Praise be to God. But the judge is over. So the attorney, the judge is trying to prove to you that actually you are con- you you have to be condemned. That is job. You have to say you no. Know, you are not innocent because I have a case against you. So you have to prove to me that this case does not pertain to you. So that's the, the, what the job, the job of the judge is there to prove to you that actually you are not innocent. That's what he's trying to try to prove, and you have to prove to him by your different ways. But now think about it. That the Judge becomes the person who has to defend you. Who actually to turn and say, You know, this person is actually innocent. I'm here to prove that he's innocent. And our Lord Jesus Christ has taken our place. And that's what the prophet is referring to you to show how we should not have any fear because, yeah, the case is already settled. You are already justified. You are already glorified in God's eyes. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ's. Jesus, what a consolation. No fear for the bride anymore. No fear for the bride. We see that happening in the type when when Israel was going and in their journey. We see Balaam came and he came and he was trying to show the side part of Israel. And Israel indeed had some sidebar. Israel indeed had some failure. Israel indeed had some mistakes. Israel indeed had there's things that we could point to and say, Israel, there you failed. Israel, there you failed. Israel, there you failed. But remember, there was someone who could change from being the judge and become the attorney, and he could tell. Sometimes when I say attorney, I go back home. My wife will be correct. That's not the way to say attorney. So you just... Whatever I say. If I say wrong, good. If I say bad, good for you. (laughs) Bad for you. (laughs) I don't want to make a joke, but there was a, I relaxed myself. I was working with one guy, and he didn't know, I mean, I didn't know English, and he didn't know English at all, so just imagine what he is. And he used to tell me, you know, when I talk to someone, and someone doesn't understand me, I say, that's not my problem, that's your problem. You have to understand me. <laughs> so, oh, that's a different way to see it. So, <laughs> sorry, I just to relax myself a little bit. So, I uh, say, um, yeah. So, 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 Balam came there, and and he was showing the negative side, the negative side. And then God says, "I look into Israel. I don't see any fault in Israel." Israel is or is there uh, any fault? There is a shout in the camp. There is a shout in the camp. There is a lamb in the camp. There is a prophet in the camp. There is a pillar of fire in the camp. There is a cloud in the camp. Now think about that as well as you are walking in this journey. We you know we have so many mistakes, so many failures, but when by the blood of Jesus Christ, when He looks upon us, He looks and sees nothing else but perfection. God is looking, God desire and is requiring perfection, and that perfection can only be obtained by the blood of Jesus Christ. Even the, the foolish virgin who are so pure, who live so clearly, and who, who live so clean in the, in the way, in the sanctification, but they don't have the purging power to clean them and to make them perfect before God. Only the blood of Jesus Christ, only the token, only the Holy Ghost will bring the bride to perfection. What is doing that? It is the token. When I see the token, I will pass over you. So fear not, I have already overcome the world. Amen. It says, There is now therefore no condemnation. Why should the church fear? What promise has he ever failed to manifest before us? Why should it fear? Why should it fear punishment or death? It has all been overcome, here he is the mighty conqueror. But nothing could conquer Christ. He that descended has now ascended above all, and unto him has been given a name that is above every name. Yes, he conquered death, hell, and the grave, and has the keys thereof. Who he loses, what he loses is loosed, and what he binds is bound. There is no changing of it. There was no conqueror before him, and there is none besides him. Amen. Oh, Satan might think that he have the upper hand upon you, but he has no upper hand upon you. The bride is the overcomer. Jesus Christ is the overcome, and the bride is more than an overcomer. Why it is more than overcome because we are we are fighting against a defeated enemy we are fighting against the enemy who has already lost. We know the Alpha and we know the Omega. We know how it started. We know how it's ending. It's ending with eternal life for the bride. No matter what we are going through now, but we know that the end result is going to be eternal life for the bride. Amen. Like a bee, when Satan comes, sometimes comes through death. As a bee will come, it will come and swirl around and swirl around. It has been doing the same thing for all the ages for all the prophet he has been doing there and the bee will be and it'll be oh this is just a man again he will try to bite that prophet and he pass by that prophet he pass but one time there was one who was also there he was not sure is this one really the messiah is this one really another person is this one really the, the god he will try and he tempted him and try different ways But, you know, the life of Jesus Christ was so simple, just a human being. But he didn't know that inside of that person was 10,000 volts of electricity in that man that was just walking around. All heaven was included. All God was included in that man was walking around. The mighty conqueror, our Lord Jesus Christ. And the bee was circling around, circling around. So I'm going to try. Let's see. And when when we're going to go to the crucifixion and they went to the, the high priest, the high priest slapped him. I was going to react. That's not just react. Why did you slap me? What have I said wrong? What have I said that is not corresponding to the word of God? And he will bring them, bringing them to the, to the Romans. They will, they will be there and, and, and beating him, all the different things, just to check how he's going to react. But he was a lamb of God. He didn't react to anything. He knew why he came. What love the Father has behold, told us that we can know that he loved us before the foundation of the world. He knew the end result. That's why he could endure that suffering, so that you and I, we will have that eternal life. Amen. And the, the devil a bee will come and, and once he came there at the cross let me see at the cross, I was going to react and the devil, sometimes the devil is just uh, I not want to use that word but otherwise my kids will, will catch that and be against me but you know, he doesn't understand and uh, he could also already see how that expression of divine love was just being expressed in his life. Be the same people who are condemning you, the same people who are judging you, he looked back to them and looked, Father, forgive them, because they don't know what they are doing. What an expression of love divine. Oh, if he, if he had any, any grain of love in his heart, he could have already discerned that this man is not a normal man. This man is God in a man. But he couldn't have that faith and he went on and he put his sting into him and I tried to pull it out he couldn't pull it out. He tried to pull it out. He couldn't pull it out. What is lost? My sting lost. Oh, it was already too late. Amen. So the devil, no matter how he's coming around us, I was trying to, to, to bluff us. I was trying to show different things. We know that he's already defeated. Amen. Even in the case of death, he's already defeated. We have the victory through Jesus Christ. Job, did it. Job, Job didn't Job. did lose anything. He lost his natural loss. He lost his children. He lost his children. It was his street and the different things. But God restored everything to Job. The prophet said he gave him the double of what he had before. He gave him the cattle, the double. He gave him everything, the double. And the children, he gave him seven as he was there before. You might say, but how could he give him only seven? It's it's not the double of what he had. It's the double because those who went before and those he had now, they could not be lost. They were part of the covenant. Glory to God. The prophet says, when he died, he was a man. But when he rose on the Easter morning, he broke the seals of death and hell. Brother, he came forth, put his foot upon the devil's throat, took the keys of death and hell, burst forth from the grave and came out. He proved that he was God. Yes, sir. When he was on earth, he looked like God. He acted like God. He preached like God. He hid like God. He was God, God in the flesh. Yes, sir. Now I believe Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the prophet he was, but he was more than a prophet. He was a prophet last. There had many prophets. All prophets died at the gate of death. But this man took the keys, death, hell, and grave, like Samson did the gates of Gaza. He took it out. at the time of Samson, all the Philistines were boasting about that gate. This is our big gate, so we know that when he's encircled in that gate, in that city of Gaza, there is no way for him to come out. They didn't know that Samson had the promise. The seed of Abraham shall possess all the gates of the enemy. And the super seed of Abraham shall possess all the gates of the enemy. So even under that grave, he was there. But nothing could stop him. On that third day, he came out from that grave. He took even all that gate of Gaza and brought it to the mountain. The same Jesus Christ is still alive. If you raised from the dead, because I live, you shall live also. Even death is under your feet because he has already prevailed. Amen, Oh, just say, God, God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. One time. One time they're bringing the great Apostle Paul to kill him. Can you imagine the thought that the enemy was trying to put on Paul as he was going there to be killed? He was probably telling him it was in vain, all the effort, all the things that you have done, all the different things that you have done. Your effort has been useless. You see what you are going through. But the Apostle Paul could look back and see at the scripture and look his right face in the devil and says, Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, be unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I believe that even when our pastor was here will say the same thing: be unmovable, keep pressing on, be steadfast, keep working for the master. Don't lay down, don't say, Oh, don't be like the disciples of the oh no, let's go to a different thing. We say, Your labor is not in vain. Continue to do and work for the master. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a man and house of not made with hands eternal in the heavens. Not we will have, we already have now. We already have one that is waiting us. It is our theophany, that one that is calling us. We have heard from our theophany. Praise be to God. The prophet continues, he alone is the savior. The redeemer is the only God. And Lord Jesus Christ is his name. Don't fear, John. Don't fear, little flock. All that I am, you are heir to. All my power is yours. My omnipotence is yours as I stand in your midst. Oh, I have not come to bring fear and failure, but love and courage and ability All power is given unto me and it is yours to use. You speak the word and I will perform it. Amen. That is my covenant and I cannot, it can never fail. I like when God says, My covenant can never fail. We fail, but his covenant never fails. Sometimes we make mistakes, but his covenant never fails. Amen. Even Samson, when he made a mistake, but the covenant of God never failed. When his hair came back, the covenant was still standing there. Abraham left the land, the covenant was still standing there. He's the one who left the covenant, but the covenant was still standing there. When he came back into the land, he found himself again in that covenant that was still working the blessing of God was still there, amen. Amen. So here we are, as you are walking, I just want to encourage this evening, oh, may the covenant of God, may all of us come under, or walk according to the covenant of God, because it will never, never fail. So first of all, we see John, when the Lord tells him not to fear, so I said at the beginning is in the Isle of Patmos full of snakes and different things. When arrested, they tried in vain to kill John by boiling him in oil for 24 hours. Can you imagine someone being in the oil? Just sometimes when we're cooking a little bit of oil, touch oh, oh. But he has been 24 hours. They open. Hallelujah. <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> Two hours and it's boiling, boiling, and they come to the open. I'm still here. Praise be to God. No, then this must be witchcraft. <laughs> we don't understand what's happening with this man. So we can't even kill him with boiling oil. So what are we going to do? Let's send him to the Isle of Patmos. You know, God, if God has not yet finished with you, nothing can take your life. Nothing can take your life. God is in control over every situation. So they took him to the Isle of Patmos. There, serpents, scorpions, and different things, dangers, more or less like maybe in the time of two years we went through. Different things. But he was there in God's, the prophet, the pastor used to say, John was in the spirit, amen. He was in the spirit. He was in the atmosphere. He was caught up in the atmosphere. He was caught up in that spirit. He was caught up in that atmosphere, and he was caught up, elevated into that day of the Lord. Now we are living in the day of man, but he was caught up in the day of the Lord, and he was caught up in that spirit. And he was there, and he saw that vision. All the different things that was here they were not mattering anymore. He was now in relationship with God. He could see things that were have to come, things present and things that have to come. Living in the anointing of the time that we are living, we are not bound to the things that are going here. We are bound to where we are going. Amen. So as John was there in the midst of all that, he sees the angel, he sees Lord Jesus Christ telling him, "Fear not, because no matter what is around you, nothing can touch you." Amen. How come the three Hebrews went in the fire and the fire could not burn them? How could you explain that? It was not the time to go. Nothing could affect them not even the fire could not affect them because they possessed the gates of the enemy amen if you see in the story of the three hebrews not only were they thrown into the fire but they were thrown into the fire bound they were bound into the fire so just think about it this brother was just thinking that when they throw them into that fire they are bound in that fire They probably didn't land properly, amen? Didn't probably land properly. But God was still already there waiting for them in that fire. No matter the trials where we are going through, God is waiting for you in that trial that you are going through. He's there to wait for you. He's there to wait for you. He's there to wait for you because he's our God, amen? And when we step on the other side, he's there waiting for us. There's an angel waiting for us. There waits for me a glad tomorrow where gates of pearl swing open wide, and when I cross this veil of sorrow, I'll camp upon the other side someday beyond the reach of mortal ken. Someday, God only knows just where and when, the wheels of mortal life will all stand still, and I shall go to dwell on a Zion's hill. The king was like, Hey, you, you, you threw, we threw three people there. But I see a fourth man. I see a form of the fourth man is like the son of man. I see a fourth man. Sometimes we go through trials, we see like we are only ourselves in that trial, but the fourth man is there. Sometimes we go through some steps and we only see, we, we feel like we, are, we, we can complain to God. God, how can you allow me to go through these trials? How, I, I feel like I'm going by, by myself. I only see the two pair of, foot, of footsteps that are going, footprints that are going there. Where are you, God? Yeah. I'm right there at your side. Yeah. You're on my back. That's why you only see two footprints going there because you're on my back. And when you feel like you can handle it, sometimes I put you down to work. But I never leave you. I never forsake you. Thank you, sister, for the songs. God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. He didn't promise that you are not going to go to some trials, and we are going to some trials. It's hard, but God, give us a strength to go to those trials. Ourself, we recognize we cannot handle it on our own, but God, give us strength to go to those trials. Help us to recognize you, to recognize that you are with us, Lord. Sometimes we feel like the enemy can bombard different thoughts, but God, you are with us because you promised you will never leave Leave us, you'll never forsake us. Look at Jacob's life for a moment after he ran away from Esau and spent his 20 years seven for Leah, seven for Rachel, and six for the cattle. He tells Laban, Please send me away. And Laban said unto him, I said, and Genesis 30, 27 says, And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for thy sake. When someone, well, I just put it here, this comment as I'm going to somewhere, but I just I put it here, it kind of struck my heart to realize that even Laban, as evil as he was, he recognized that Jacob had something special that he was being blessed because Jacob was there. It made me think sometimes even in our life that you are walking, you can be people criticizing you and saying different things, but when they are going through a difficult time, they come back to you because they know that your God is the real God. They know that sometimes when even the things that they are going through, or the, 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 the blessing that they are, they are benefiting from, it's because you are there. Amen. And here Laban, as evil as he was, he recognized that Jacob was the source of the blessing wording going ahead in Genesis 31, 3. And the Lord said unto Jacob, Return unto the land of thy fathers and to thy kindred, and I will be with you. It's God who told Jacob to return. And then Jacob took his wife and handmaids and his children and left. And when Laban heard it, he was furious and followed after him. But I like this part. In Genesis 31, it says, 30, 24. God came to Laban the Syrian in a dream by night and said unto him, Take heed that you speak not to Jacob, either good or bad. Jacob was not aware that God was already defending him on his behalf. Sometimes the things we are going through and the things we are going through, we don't know that God is already defending us on our behalf. Actually he always defends us on our behalf. He's the one telling Satan stop, you can go that far but when you come to this level, don't go further because this is the place you have to stop. It's not Satan who's in control of situation, it's God who's in control of situation. Laban, I understand, we are furious and whatever I do, but remember Jacob is the seed of Abraham you don't say anything good don't say anything bad you stop there you cannot cross this, this, this bloodline Amen. Because I is my son, is my seed, is the seed. And the prophet will say, if God could take care of the natural seed, how much more about the supernatural seed? How much more about the super seed that we are part of? Jesus Christ, the royal seed of Abraham. Oh, bride of Jesus Christ, we are under God's protection. Amen. Satan could not take the three Hebrews, he could not drown Noah in the flood until the purpose of God had been finished. He could not burn up the Hebrew children until the purpose of God had been finished. He could not kill Job with boys and troubles until the purpose of God had been finished. Neither could the lions eat Daniel until God's purpose had been finished. Neither could death or old age take Abraham until the purpose of God had been finished. Neither can it take or can it take me until the purpose of God of our life is finished. So we gather from there consolation. Can I take many examples? In our own lives, he could have taken me there, he could have taken here, he could have taken the pastor there, he could have taken here, but God was the one holding on, It was God working on. The God he's working on is still God who's in control. I don't want to give glory to the enemy, I want to give glory to God because God is the one who's in control of every situation. That's why by God's grace, he can give us strength to praise him no matter what. Because we understand that he's the one in control. And says, as the prophet will explain in the adoption, says, I felt their hands. In other words, if God takes you according to his time, you're not lost because heaven is real. Yeah. I felt their hands, God is my judge, and the sacred book opened. I could feel them just the same as I feel my hands on my face. They were throwing their arms around me, no sensation of woman like it would be now. And the Proverbs say, I don't care who you are, who you are, what kind of a preacher you are, priest or whatever you might be, there is no man can let a woman throw his arms around her without having a human sensation. That's exactly the truth, but brother, when you pass beyond here and yonder, Oh, it won't that way anymore. It won't be that way anymore. Oh, my. It's impossible. It's all love. Everything is real, brother. Everything is real, sister. There is no death, no sorrow, no jealousy, no nothing. Nothing can enter that just perfection. That's what I'm striving for. That's what you are striving for. That's what I'm placing for, the prophet says. I say, oh, Lord, that's what I'm here at the church for, trying to set the church in order. Telling you, brothers and sisters, there is only one thing that can enter there, that's perfect love. Not because you are loyal to the Branham Tabernacle or to the Methodist Church or Baptist Church. Them all right, you should be. But, all oh, friends, you've got. Not because you spoke with tongues, danced in the spirit, because you've cast out devil or moved mountains with faith. That's all right. And for that, and for that all right. But still, unless you have that real perfect love... God, give us more of that real, perfect love. That's what we want. That real, perfect love in our heart that can take away bitterness, malice, hypocrisy, whatever it might be. Oh God, we just want that, that 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 perfect love to come and take full control of our lives. Every day, that every day we read the word of God. We want the word of God to create perfect love. As I was sharing with my wife the other day. The, my wife. How can someone be this? I know all the mysteries, but you can't love your sister. You can't love your wife. You can't love your brother. There is something wrong. The word of God has to create perfect love. We are living in a time of the anointing of, a jo- of John. John is the expression of the attribute of the perfect love. Sorry, I don't want to go there, but... Oh my, it's an adoption. God, before the foundation of the world. Be strong, he has overcome the world. God has, oh, Jesus Christ has overcome the world. John 14, 27, peace I have lived with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. Let your heart, let not your heart be troubled. Let it be, let, neither let it be afraid. There's only one door to peace, my peace I give unto you, peace of God, cover me. There's only one door to genuine peace, you might think you got peace, you might accumulate enough money to buy your home, you might accumulate enough money to get your children clothes, have good, have food to eat, but you might have accumulated enough popularity to be popular among people. But when that's, you slip off your shoes at night and get ready to lay down, there's one thing that can only give you peace. It has to be Christ. Amen. That's what the pastor has been preaching. That we need Christ. The new birth is a must, it's not an option, it is a must. Because that's the only thing that can give us peace. As I'll be concluding, I won't, don't want to be too long, but I just want to encourage us, let us be strong in the word of God. Moses told the children of Israel, as his brother referred to it this morning, the Deuteronomy 11 says, But your eyes have seen all the great acts of the Lord which did, therefore shall he keep all the commandments which I command you to this day, that you may be strong. And go in and possess the land, whither ye go to possess it, and that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers to give unto them, and to the see the land that floweth with milk and honey. Just want to emphasize here that our strength is in the Word of God. As Moses says, that you may be strong and go in and possess, you have to keep all the commandments of God, because our strength is the Word of God. Our land is the land of the Holy Ghost. The covenant is not with our physical strength. The covenant is the word of God. God always back up his own word. Amen. Look at the number of times that God will repeat the covenant to Abraham, repeat the covenant to Isaac, repeat the covenant to Jacob. And it will almost be, it will be like one word by word, we come and say, Abraham, you know, I will multiply thee, I will make thy seed become the stars of heaven, as the sand which is upon the sea. And we come and repeat the same words to Isaac, says, Thy seed shall have, uh, this land shall belong to thy seed. And we come to Jacob, repeating the same promise again to Jacob, you might wonder, but why is he repeating the same thing over and over, different people? Because that God's word it has to be a revelation, a personal revelation to you. That's what the word of God is here to you. It has to be a personal revelation to you. I'm here confirming my word to you that I will not forsake you. I will not leave you. I will always be with you. Don't leave this land that's where the blessing is. No matter what happens, stay in the land, even if you don't understand Your blessing is in this land. And my promise shall never fail. My covenant shall never fail. Deuteronomy 31. Be strong and of a good courage. Now he's talking to Joshua. Moses talking to Joshua. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not. Nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God... If he is he that doeth with thee, he will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him, In the sight of Israel, be strong and of a good courage, for thou must go with these people unto the land which the Lord had shown unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. And the Lord it it is that doeth go before thee, he will be with thee, he will not fail thee, Neither forsake thee, fear not, neither be dismayed. We just want that to be a revelation to us. God, remove the fear. Put your love in my heart, Lord. You can see God speaking to one of the greatest warriors in the Old Testament. Be strong. I don't think Joshua was the weakest man. I don't think Joshua... I don't think he was backsliding. But God knew that as human beings, we can feel low. We can go through difficult times. And at the time of possessing your land, sometimes the time you feel the most discouraged. So they were going through a difficult times. And there were times I wish I could hear God. And it's one of the themes coming personally maybe to you. I wish I could hear God. And I think I'm reading prophet. There are times I, I wish I could hear God. And, and, and say, just, in a personal way, as a man, and say, God, God I want you to come down and tell me, fear not. If you come and tell me, fear not, then I won't, then I won't have to fear. But it's still the same God speaking to you in a, through this word, fear not. I will take care of you, I will lead you, I will guide you, I will be with you, don't fear anything. I will be with you because my covenant is with the bride. This bride shall never fail. The move will continue. The anointing will continue. The rapture is the certainty. Is God still speaking to you through another man, but it's still God speaking to you. As the pastor was showing that at the time, and go, you will make it. You will make it through the video. You'll make it. You'll make it. If he was coming himself and tell you, "You'll make it. You'll make it. You'll feel more comfortable." But his word is still telling you, "You will make it. You will make it." Amen. That's what we need. Joshua is the type of the Holy Ghost. Joshua is the power of the book of Ephesians. It is our type. I don't think that it was only the courage at the beginning of the work. It's the courage that we need all the time to possess what belongs to us. Our health, our families, our inheritance. God is calling us, be strong. Joshua 1, I'll repeat myself, almost identical to what I just read. Joshua 1 says, be strong and of good courage. For unto these people shalt thou divide for inheritance the land which I swear swear unto thy fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from me to the right hand, or not to the left, that thou mayest prosper whatsoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth." But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Amen. If I not commanded thee, be strong, and of a good carriage. Be not afraid, neither be not dismayed, for the Lord thy God with thee is with thee whithersoever, have. Ever. Thy goest. I'll say, brothers and sisters, Brother Harold has killed many Hittites and killed many Jebusites, and many Amorites in the land. By God's grace, he has killed many, many, many of them, but there are still some around. Yeah. So God is telling you, you have to go and kill some of those Hittites and Amorites that are still around. It's our responsibility to continue to kill those Amorites and Hittites. Amen. As I was with Moses, I cannot deny that God with Moses, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you as you are killing those Hittites. Maybe in your, in your own life, maybe in the, in the life of the children, uh, on a, putting the standard, the same standard. God wants you to be strong and courageous. God wants us to be strong and courageous. Amen. We can recognize that God was with Moses when Moses was in that little basket. In that little basket as he was going there in the, in the, in the, in the Niles, in the monks, all the crocodiles that could be there, they could never touch that basket because the angel of the Lord was around there. Yes, we can identify that God was with Moses, and God is here pointing to Joshua, saying, You see what I did with Moses there, that I was with him at that early age. Now I'm telling the same God who was with him is the same God who is going to be with you as well. We know. Can you allow me just to be personal a little bit here? I'll take it in the wrong way. Satan might be thinking, God, Satan might be thinking, God allowed me to take this man of God. So maybe it's my time to rejoice and I will kill their rejoicing. Yes, we will mourn, still heard us. But we'll continue fighting. We'll continue killing those Hittites. We'll continue killing those Amorites. We will kill, we'll continue possessing our land. We'll continue claiming our inheritance. We'll continue to keep the same standard. Amen. We'll continue approving the word of God. Amen. May God continue. But Satan might be thinking, oh, you know, I will see what happens. I will see what happens. I will see what happens. I will see what happened to Joel. I will see what happened to Melody. Melody, Joel, you can say, God is with me. As he was with my father, God is with me as well. It's the same God. Just say, be of good courage. As I was with our pastor, he will be with us as well. We'll continue to be killing these Philistines. We'll continue possessing the rest of the land. Don't give up. The God of William Marion, the God of our pastor, is still here. You might not travel or be a great man of God like William Branham or our dear pastor, but you can certainly kill some Philistines near and around you. The prophet says, someone asked me sometime and says, shall we seek our gift now for our ministry? Some Methodist brethren who had just received the Holy Ghost have said, no, don't do that. When you do that, then God can't use you. I said, the only thing to do is just go ahead being a Christian. If God has called you, he'll place you just exactly where you belong. I wanted to read a place where the prophet says, but I might not find it. It says, God is looking for, we are all The Joshua's says God will take His Holy Spirit and will raise His Joshua's that will take the church to the promise with no denominational strings tied anymore, and we will take over His church. The Joshua's, put it in plural, so we want to be all of us the overcomers, Joshua. We want to possess our land. We want to continue on the same path. May God give us grace justified in his sight the prophet says why are we justified we are his victory the church is his victory we come forth in these last days with this glorious gospel showing his victory he died for his purpose and we are the proof of his victory amen when we see him coming down and living among the church that is victory when we see God manifesting His Word in our life, that is victory. We want to continue to show that this, this Eve shall not fail. This Eve shall not fail. We are the proof of His victory because His life is now inside our lives. His life inside of our heart. The Prophet said we are already potentially arise because we have raised from the dead and in the Word, from denominational deeds to an eternal Word, to the eternal God, which is Him Himself working through us, manifesting himself, that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Christ is the mystery of God revealed. Jesus said, peace be unto you, as my Father sent me, even so send I you. The prophet put a comment on that. Is it okay? I just want to be slow this evening. I don't want, well, maybe by the emotion, but The prophet says, come, Brother Branham, when the ministry first started, I'll skip that part. Brother, the real church of the living God has no forms, has no creeds. It's led by the power of God that's in every individual's heart. Pass by your brother, don't fast at them. We are greater than they, don't fast at them, just go by. I want you to notice a great thing taking place here. There was Esau, Moab, and those that we we're referring to last night. Many of those people, many of those were actually borderline believers. They were right on the border. Then we continue, says, You Luther that believe in justification, your inheritance don't lay there if you're If you are Lutheran, that's all the father you will ever get. You Methodist and Nazarian pilgrim holiness and church of God who believe in sanctification, the killing of the evil that in you take out the root of evil. You belong across the river. But you, men and woman that is, that is something in you calling the deep to the deep, there is a Jordan yet to cross a land beyond the river. So Israel is saying he's saying here, saying, "You know, you will see so many in land. You mean you see, as Israel was going that journey, they saw the Moab, they saw, they saw the Moab, they saw, they saw the Esau, they saw, they saw Seir, they saw the different places. It's their place that God gave to them. But Israel had a place where you had to go to. Don't be looking around to see and copy other other people, people around them. God has given you a promise and you walk in that promise. As you see the descendants of, of Esau, you see that descendants of Esau were actually called kings before Israel had kings. They already had a king in, the, in, the, in, in, the, in their kingdom before Israel could have kings. Israel at some point they wanted to copy what the other nations were doing. But God is saying, don't copy the other nations. You have to be focusing on where you are going. That's the same thing for the bride now. We are not copying anything from the outside. We keep the same standard until the middle millennium this pillar of fire has not left the church it will leave the church all the way to the millennium and we keep walking as the pillar of fire is moving we keep walking with the pillar of fire god has promised that he will not leave you he will not forsake you musicians can come Yesterday, we were at the graduation ceremony. I was just there for my niece who was graduating. As they were graduating and passing by, we all there, we were clapping the hands and shouting and everything. As she has accomplished something very great in the university and finished, then just the thought came to my mind. There's a graduation, we will take power. And that graduation, it will be the angel that will be clapping the hands that we are passing by. Oh, you made it, you made it, you made it. How did you make it? It's not by my strength, by the anointing that God has given me in this worst age that we are living in. By God's grace, I overcame. How did you overcome? Because he already overcame. And I just follow what he already overcame. I obeyed his word. I just follow the anointing in in our age. The anointing, the eagle anointing. That's what gave me the victory. It's not by myself. It's by God's grace that I am what I am. Oh God, may you cover me with your peace and lead me. about wear a crown. You know the song, wear a crown. And when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown. Oh, we shall wear a crown. We shall wear a crown. And when, when the, the battle's, battle's over, we, we shall wear a crown. crown.